0: What's up everyone uh welcome back to another pod make happiness podcast i'm super stoked on this episode because we got cooking with justin he literally built a brand up from nothing in the, over th- in the past three months he's literally blown up and done so much really cool stuff so it's going to be an epic one do you want to say what's up introduce yourself talk about who you are and-
1: definitely ian thanks for hosting me by the way eli too this is going to be a great opportunity i'm very happy to be here Uh, cooking with Justin that's the brand Um, I'm hyping different brands with you know ideas that I believe in different products out there that are just kind of fun and off the beaten path my main goal really is just to have fun just to cook just to let people know that you know you don't have to make everything from scratch I mean I'm throwing microwave veggies in there I mix it up quite a bit yeah I mean it's it's all about just having a good time in the kitchen for real and Mm -hmm. trying to like share that experience with other people.
0: Well, no, I think it's cool that you're doing stuff like that where it's like easy things to make, you know, I could just go to the buy to the go, go to the grocery store, buy what you're cooking and make the same thing. You know, I don't have to have a lot of money to buy these really expensive stuff. Just so it's really, you know, relatable to everyone watching, which is cool.
2: I was going to yeah. say that like a lot of like cooking things that you see like whether it be a TV show or some sort of online presence, it's usually like someone with a ton of these like expensive ingredients, expensive tools or like stuff that you know the average person probably wouldn't have access to or so i think that's that's pretty Mm -hmm. cool that you know you average man cooking or something like that so and it's really funny too
0: you got around a lot of really good jokes
1: (laughs) i just talk man (laughs) (laughs) yeah i'm just talking i'm just having a good time so So
0: i was curious what was i don't know the answer to this question either what was kind of the spark of it why did you want to start this so i guess
1: back at jefferson high school um, I w- I took intro to foods, advanced foods, <laughs> culinary one and two. I mean, I, and at the time I was like, Hey, I'm getting out of class to go cook and eat in school, right? which was always a blast for me. And it was always kind of fun. Um, I kind of went to college, you know, I'm sitting there making ramen noodles, frozen za oh, yeah. I'm just trying to, you know, eat whatever I can scrape by with. Um, so I kind of put all my cooking, I guess, goals and aspirations on hold throughout that time. Cause mm-hmm. I was just trying to eat, um, and, but Throughout college, you know, I mean, I would make a lot of microwave veggies and different things like that because I wanted that quick, easy, you know, side dish to go with whatever it is that was also quick. So, (laughs) like, you know, convenience was the name of the game when you're stressed for time and budget and all that. Right. Um, So I think that was kind of fun. Um, And then when I got a real job, or when I graduated and got a a job, I was like, hey, maybe I should put some time into this cooking thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've kind of been playing around with it, and I think...
0: A little bit like more of your passion kind of thing
1: yeah yeah it's definitely a passion of mine it's so much fun to just get out there and like cook something that's straight fire and then you know give it to the people that you're with you know it's a shared experience that everybody you know everybody got to eat like you know nobody's sitting there like i'm not gonna eat that right whatever Mm -hmm. it's like you know you can cook things different ways to please different people or you can just cook them the way that you want like the reverse sear yeah the reverse sear (laughs) (laughs) yeah man the reverse sear is a great one check out the video um (laughs) but I don't know it's just kind of a good time so and like over the last year I would say I used to just snapchat cooking with Justin on Friday nights and snapchat was great but I could never save any of my snaps they would go to you know 20 30 friends and Mm -hmm. friends would get the same snaps over like three different group chats and be like I'm not gonna watch this five times (laughs) yeah Um, but I didn't have a good way to save it because half the time I would forget to save it from the story Mm -hmm. so I never really could keep the footage Um, and then on Thanksgiving I'm like hey why not try and get a king's charcoal sponsor so because i was grilling a turkey and i just i made an instagram on thanksgiving i started getting hyped up i sat in my turkey chair for about four hours outside and watched the turkey cook Nice. (laughs) saying that that now man it's like what was this dude doing (laughs) Uh, but if anybody watches the show you know they're gonna see that they're gonna be like yeah that makes sense this kid would sit in a chair for a couple hours and watch a bird cook (laughs) right (laughs) um so i don't know and ever since that i've just kind of been you know working with different companies you know dming people asking
0: a lot of collaborating with other random little stuff and yeah. different products. I know it wasn't the first one, uh, the kitchen caddy. Yeah, I love the kitchen caddy. Forever my first, bro. <laughs>
1: um,
0: the Kitchen caddy is just
1: kind of this, I, I call it the caddy of the kitchen because, you know, it's, it's a Trivette, I think is what the technical term is. Mm. Um, you can put anything hot on it. It kind of protects your table. It protects your tablecloths. Um, but it's cool because it also stands up, and then you can set it on the side of a pan. So, I mean, I call it putting a pan on a pan because then you can put the pan that's hot next to it. I don't know. You'd have to see it to check it out.
0: Yeah. Well, you have a couple videos too of them. What was your What was your Instagram? Uh, at cooking underscore
1: with underscore justin.
0: Okay, we'll link it in the in the description. But sure. yeah, I was curious too, are you, I know right now we just touched on before we started recording, you have TikTok, which is a new social thing, but are you looking to get into YouTube or any of the other means? Or right now are you just kind of focused on Instagram and TikTok a little bit.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Instagram is my main platform. Um, I think it's the most professional one out there right now. And, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be seen as somebody who can both do professional and funny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I like to conduct myself professionally, but I also like to have a blast in the kitchen. Yeah. Um, and TikTok is, I'm kind of playing around with it right now. Um, I threw a video up there a couple of days ago and I hit a thousand follows in five days. And I'm like, man, it's taken me, you know, three months now to hit a thousand on Instagram. Mm-hmm. But I think that there's probably, I just—I haven't done any research really on TikTok. So I don't really plan on doing YouTube or any of the other platforms. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason for that is like I film on my Apple iPhone yeah. um, and I, I just love that. You know it's such a convenient device to just film everything on it's
0: just easy little quick videos yep
1: yeah exactly and i don't have to i don't want to get much longer than a minute like Mm -hmm. a minute is kind of my top clip i did a poll for my audience on instagram i was like hey do you guys want to see more two to three minute like igtv videos or do you just want to see like 60 seconds and less and they're like hit us with the 60 seconds or less because you know (laughs) like we love watching you man but Mm
0: -hmm. Would you think part of that is because our attention spans are smaller and everyone everything is so instant so people want to just watch it and then on to the next kind of thing
1: it's the same reason i cook microwave veggies every <laughs> now and then it's
0: convenience it's
1: quick it's easy like yeah and i think the same thing carries over to social media in today's generation where we just want to see you know fast videos that you catch your attention you see it you're like that's great i'm gonna double tap it move on
2: yeah i'm wondering what you think the difference is between the, because you said it took you a while to get a thousand followers on instagram but only five days on tiktok what do you think the difference is there
1: and i don't really know to be honest um i i think tiktok is newer New, yeah and it, i think it's a little easier to i guess break into the different niche scenes on it it's
0: all mm-hmm. the early adapters right now so a lot of the, all those people are kind of building really quick
1: yep yep and i figured that that's probably a good place to be right now Mm -hmm. Um, i'm still playing around with it though i think instagram has a massive barbecue scene a massive cooking community and you know it just takes time to really gain some traction into i guess a market that has so many people in it
0: yeah well i've read i don't know if it's billions but i know it's definitely millions of photos get uploaded daily on instagram which is insane
2: oh easily yeah yeah
0: um, I want to talk about earlier years said, uh, you wanted to balance, you know, the funniness and the professionalism. So you have a professional job right now. You have the normal nine to five. And I was curious, like, do you, do you use your cooking stuff as an outlet or do you use it just because it's fun and it's different? Or, you know, do you find yourself like after a long day at work, you're just like, Oh, I just want to go home, relax, make some food, enjoy myself kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Love my nine to five. I think it's a blast. I okay. have a lot of good times there. Sure. Um, it's it's just different because you know it's more of a corporate structure. So you know you're more well behaved. Uh, well behaved is the wrong term.
0: There's not as much freedom though or creativity.
1: Uh, but there is, but it's more focused. Oh, okay. Um, I guess so. But when I'm cooking, like it's all me. I don't. I like, guess just my reputation. It's just me in the kitchen, and it's what I want to eat too. So mm-hmm. I can kind of do exactly what it is I want when I'm. I guess out of the nine to five yeah when i'm in the nine to five i still you know i'm my, my personality shines like it's there mm-hmm. but i'm very you know i guess um goal-focused and goal oriented sure. when i'm when i'm there
0: but your personality is the same and you're still the same person yeah
1: yeah okay. i've kind of i mean you know when you start a new job you're you're the new guy so you're kind of hanging out and you're a little bit quieter than you will be normally
2: mm-hmm. kind of have to figure out how things work around the new place
1: yeah exactly so like now that i've been doing the corporate job for a couple years now like i can be myself i can just show my personality i can you know say funny jokes but because i feel like everybody knows at the end of the day i'm gonna get the job done yeah um and that's really nice to you know have that network there and then when i go home it's like what do i want to do yeah um some days like you you touched on some days i do get home and i'm like man i'm burnt like there's nothing i want to do right now i'm gonna throw a oven pizza in and just chill Mm -hmm. um and it's funny because i've had two of those days this week and when i get home i've seen boxes from different sponsors different people that i'm collaborating with Mm -hmm. and whenever i get a box in the mail i film an unboxing it's just kind of a fun thing like i used to make fun of people who did unboxings that's funny but like (laughs) i don't know it's just something about like doing an unboxing and being the guy who's doing the unbox like it's just kind of fun man it's like you're getting a
2: present Yeah,
1: I mean, it's like Christmas every time. I see a box at the door, so... Well,
0: who doesn't like getting free stuff?
1: Yeah, exactly. Um, So, like, it's a blast, you know, get these things from these sponsors. And, like, my, I guess my job whenever I I receive something is to, you know, shout it out, show it off, um, Mm -hmm. try it out first, make sure I'm enjoying it.
0: Give the feedback, you know, talk about, you know, what does it do and what are the pros and cons of it.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. So, That's cool. But it's a good time. So, I like to mix... um, unboxings in with cooking because yeah. it's just like my channels thing I guess I, I didn't start this channel off thinking man I'm gonna do unboxings and this and that I'm no, gonna have so many sponsors I'm gonna do all these different things I'm yeah gonna rep brands I just started it off being like ah, I'm gonna maybe get a sponsor by Kingsford, mm-hmm. um, but I didn't really know anything else you know about the cooking scene or anything like that so it's been really fun to kind of watch it evolve
0: do people at your corporate job know about the cooking with justin yeah they do <laughs> yes. i've been walking around showing
1: people i've been hyping it um i showed both my managers a couple of weeks ago um, that actually so i was kind of keeping it on the dl yeah just because i was still getting started with it um mm-hmm. and then when i ended up partnering with ren and boss the beef company. And I actually got, you know, this, this 13 pounds of beef in the mail. I was like, all had The dry
0: ice too. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Every box is shipped with dry ice. Um, fog machine. So, um, (laughs) so like after that, I was like, Hey, you know, I'm actually going to stick with this. I'm going to really, you know, put some effort into this. So I kind of told both my managers, I'm like, Hey guys, I'm doing this cooking show on Instagram, check it out. And they're like, dude, that's great. I'm just happy. It's you who's doing this. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's cool. Yeah. Uh, and also with that, uh, the beef sponsor don't they have like a personal letter like of authenticity
1: oh, yeah. yeah their certificate of authenticity yeah yeah that i mean that's it's just something that they throw into every box to let the consumer know like hey this is where your beef came from mm-hmm. the one the ranch that you selected the animal that you selected the cuts that you selected are here and here's our signature to prove it oh wow so it's kind of a nice you know like it doesn't feel like you're disconnected it kind of makes you feel included yeah um, it was funny so when i filmed the unboxing i read the certificate i unboxed the beef um, i did all these different things with it and i threw it up in uh two or three posts i think mm-hmm. and the in the post where i read the certificate of authenticity actually did the best out of all of them interesting it's, it's like people were more interested in i guess that additional level of connection yeah yeah that, that certificate provided then what was actually in the box and me i'm sitting there like hey there's
0: four new york strips in here was, <laughs> This awesome flat iron steak i cannot wait so i um, wonder and part of it is probably because like we know obviously there's going to be the beef in there but that letter was unexpected you know it was different they didn't that was something that you didn't even know about either you know it was a surprise to everyone which is why i think maybe they were excited about it or but that was yeah. cool yeah i was really excited about it too <laughs> like, i'm gonna read this because why not <laughs> um talking to your Mentioned uh, when you started or talking with your managers your corporate stuff, could you see yourself kind of developing the cooking show and kind of having that become your main job or like pursuing that? Or do you see yourself doing it for a while? Or kind of what does the future look like for Cooking with Justin? The future of Cooking with Justin?
1: Uh, well, I guess I, I really haven't been thinking about that too much to you be just honest. I'm rolling just, with it. I'm just kind of doing it on the side for fun right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I really do enjoy my corporate job. I don't see leaving that anytime soon. Right, and I it's do secure. See, yeah, you know, it's it's really nice to have that security blanket to, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, obviously prioritize on that job because that's paying bills, that's insurance, that's 401Ks, like that's life. Yeah. Um, like, that's a future, I should say. Um, and cooking with Justin is definitely a really fun side project, I'd call it right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, and my main goal out of this whole thing is just to have fun. Um, I've told that to my managers, they're like, Hey, do you want to climb the corporate ladder? What do you want to do? Like, let's have this talk. And I'm like, honestly, my goal is to have fun. I want to not, you know, sacrifice my own personal, uh, I guess, freedom to try and climb a ladder. I yeah. really want to just be a guy who's kicking butt, having a good time and you know, who really knows how to cook a steak. So, <laughs>
0: Oh, that's cool. I really respect that too, and that's why I was excited to have you on the podcast because I know you're all about enjoying yourself and doing, you know, falling things that make you happy and things that you know are joking around with other people and having sharing that same kind of experience of happiness. And I wanted to transition into a question about how you define make happiness. You know, what does that? What do the words mean to you?
1: Make happiness means a steak with seven minutes each side in a cast iron pan. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> no but (laughs) but but real talk um happiness is really just about enjoying what you're doing um kind of a free flow of emotion where you just i guess do and it really doesn't matter what your thing is i mean you could be snowboarding you could be biking you could be cooking you could be fishing um i really think happiness is really whatever the individual person enjoys right and finding that i think is it can be challenging but i think it's definitely worth it when you do
0: And do you think you found it with the cooking?
1: Yeah, I do. When I cut into a steak or film a slicing video. Yeah. um, Those are a blast, man. Get those new knives? Yeah. Hattori Kitchen, shout out. Uh, (laughs) But yeah, I I never thought anybody would watch somebody else cut a steak until I'm sitting there flipping through Instagram, doing my market research, as I call it. Um, Just checking out different posts of some of the big names out there. Mm -hmm. and. I saw somebody just slicing this steak and I'm like, this is oddly entertaining. So I'm <laughs> yeah. sitting there watching that and I'm like, I'm going to post some of those. And like, they do pretty well. I mean, they draw people to the page. You can kind of see the business analytics side of thing. On yeah. Instagram. Which is pretty cool. It's really nice. Yeah. You can see how your posts are performing. Like if people mm-hmm. are liking what kind of content you're putting out or whatever it might be. Yeah. So I'm, I'm mixing in, you know, the classic fun cooks kind of like I used to on Snapchat. Those are my usual posts. Um, I try and do like, you know, a, an artsy picture every now and then but i'm not a i'm not a photographer by oh, any yeah. means i took intro to photography you know but that was <laughs> it so i throw a picture up occasionally but my main thing is you know videos of just having a blast mm-hmm. um and to you know supplement those videos i like to do unboxings to kick off partnerships with different brands and i like to do slicing videos of steaks just because i think they're it's hilarious. satisfying and... <laughs> it's so satisfying the man.
2: internet has a lot of interesting like there's like infinite like little niches of video types of things that you can find and if you can expand on that with like other products or these unboxings that you do that's like exciting for a lot of different people and so
1: yeah, and it kinda mixes things up too from you know, just oh Justin's cooking again. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. oh Justin's opening a box, let's see what's in it. Yeah. You know? Right. Um, or hey, let's see what he did with this steak this time. Like did he hit a one fifty, did he hit like did he hit a one thirty? What's he <laughs> going for, you know?
0: Yeah, I always get hungry whenever I'm watching your slicing stuff, or I just get jealous. I'm like, dude, I wish that was in front of me right now. <laughs>
1: So I was playing uh, PlayStation with my brother earlier today, and he's sitting there. He's like, "Man, I haven't watched the episode yet." So he pulls it up. We're sitting there on the mic. He gets you know two, or three episodes or two or three clips in, and he goes, "Man, I'm hungry all of a sudden." Like, You're welcome, bro. <laughs> Come on over. <laughs> I got awesome. a couple left. So, do you want to talk about the uh, the new one?
0: You we're going to be cooking tonight.
1: Oh sure. So easy kebab is this kebab making. I going to call it a machine. Um, it's kind of just, you just press it down, and it kind of extrudes the meat onto a skewer for you. So you, oh, cool. it kind of is perfectly portioned every time. I've never used it. I've watched a couple of videos on it, and um, these guys reached out, and they're like, hey, cooking with Justin, would you be interested in cooking with our product? And I'm like, absolutely, <laughs> dude. Like, send it over. Like, let's see it. Yeah. Um, so, and that's, that's going to be a pretty fun time. So we got Renin Boss beef and cow blending spices. Um, we got all sorts of stuff that's about to get mixed into these kebabs, so I'm really happy to share it with you guys.
0: Yeah, it should be fun. I'm excited. And we get to eat it out in an igloo, a little yeah, snow cave. that's let's <laughs> chill a little snow cave. <laughs> but it's when uh, you know we're
2: in Minnesota.
0: Yeah, we've had quite a bit of... It's the biggest record snowfall from um, February in, I think, existence. Mm-hmm. We have... Uh, what was it? It was close to like... It's like
2: like 37 inches maybe
0: i think it was more than that i think was it was it? close to 50 yeah, was it was really so Oh wow. Yeah. Know,
1: but that doesn't include this snow we got yesterday yeah, yeah right it just
0: keeps coming yeah how do you feel about the weather and all the snow we got love it
1: yeah i'm trying to hype minnesota cooking yeah I, I was i've heard so many people on the barbecue scene on instagram they're like it's snowing out or it's icy or like they post a picture of their grill and it's covered in ice and they're like uh, like, you know, caption no. it's something like can't wait for summer. Mm-hmm. And so I did a little, uh, I guess I called everybody out earlier on my story. I'm like, hey, guys, you see my grill? Yeah, it's covered in ice, but wait. And like, the you can see the snow melting on it. Yeah. I lift it up and it's. I'm like, it's hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... It, there's there's no reason not to be out there barbecuing even if it's 10 degrees out or negative mm-hmm. 10 you know obviously wear your hat and your gloves and all that mm-hmm. um, but I don't think the weather should stop anybody from enjoying a backyard barbecue there if
2: you go. like doing it
0: yeah. nothing can stop
2: you
1: exactly exactly so and you know and I live I love Minnesota and I love hyping that we're in Minnesota because it i mean it's the greatest state first of all <laughs> but you know we get four seasons we get we get rain we get snow we get sunshine we get thunderstorms and we got all that mm-hmm. i don't think you'll see me out there in a thunderstorm cooking but <laughs> <I'll> <laughs> that would be pretty epic <laughs> maybe, I'll next stay inside. <laughs> uh, maybe next year maybe next year i think i'll stay inside and just you know hit the cast iron pan for that day but um
0: yeah, I think it's fun. it's definitely, and I, having those four seasons and all those different weather changes, really, I think shapes personalities as well. Because you have to go through so many different environments, so I think that you know brings people up in a different way. Because we see everything. Mm-hmm. It's not like we only see hot weather, so we, you know, we're so accustomed to that. It's like we get to experience all of it, so we know what it's like to go outside in the morning, start your car, get all the snow off of your car. Like it sucks, and that it takes it's a lot of patience. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's cool. It builds a lot of character. And you definitely notice that around here. I think Mm -hmm. I wanted to ask, um, this was going back to talking about finding your passion, doing stuff. What kind of advice would you give to someone who's, you know, looking for that cooking, looking for that, you know, make happiness for themselves? How would you explore to find that?
1: Yeah, I, I guess pursue, um, Thomas Jefferson, life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. I think he, I think he hit it. Um, keep pursuing, keep trying different things, get out there and really do whatever it is you think you want to do. Mm-hmm. Who know, Who cares if you've done it before? Like, I had never cooked a, a real steak before I went out and got some tomahawks and I'm cooking these, you know, four pound just massive mm-hmm massive steaks and i'm like what do i do with this so yeah i mean you can google anything these days you can figure stuff out and i think it's just about the effort put in the effort um enjoy your success learn from your failures Mm -hmm. um and just keep trying different things while you're out there you know trying to make happiness find happiness
0: have you had a lot of mistakes with cooking with justin or stuff that you've learned
1: oh yeah (laughs) Um, I've definitely left steaks on too long. You know, you pull them off, they're a little more well done than you'd like. Um, You kind of learn real quick. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, Or do that if that's what you're going for. But you kind of learn to get a feel for the grill. You get a feel for the cast iron. You can kind of tell by length of time and amount of stuff that you've done with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I've used the wrong spices. I threw pizza seasoning on something. It looked great. (laughs) Didn't taste great. I'm sitting there (laughs) hyping it. I'm having a good time. (laughs) That's awesome.
2: Yeah what's your personal favorite preparation of steak or different meats my
1: personal favorite prep on a steak because steak is my favorite meat i think after working with it for a while okay um my favorite prep is probably the dry brine honestly i mean it's simple it's easy you can just take some salt sprinkle it on the top of a steak and uh let it sit for 30 45 minutes i mean that's probably the longest time i like to actually set up like a meal prep because Mm -hmm. you know again quick easy convenient yeah Um, and you can do that with steaks it's just you know wait 30 30 minutes 40 minutes (laughs) um but yeah so when you when you put the salt on the steak it actually pulls all the juices from the steak to the top Mm -hmm. so you kind of think that you're dehydrating it but if you let it sit long enough those juices and the salt actually mix and then it all backfills into the steak again Oh, so the yeah. result is, you know, and salt is a natural flavor booster as long as you don't overdo it, because um, otherwise all you can taste is salt. <laughs> but um, it actually reabsorbs into the steak, and then when you sear it, um, those juices will actually come out to the to the top of it, and then you actually create a crust. It's uh, I can't remember the word like. I'm not even gonna try. No, there's, yeah. there's a word for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So, so when you seal the steak, you get a crust, and that crust actually seals all the juices inside the steak, which is right where you want them. So then you can do your other flip. Um, I do a two-flip approach. That's my personal preference. I don't think it really matters as long as you establish a solid crust, which is just a boundary so that <clears> the juices don't fall out. Yeah, you could flip a steak 20 times if you wanted. <laughs>
0: Do you, um, you talk a lot about steaks and like the meat stuff. Is there any, I've, I've noticed you've done a little bit, like you've done a little pasta and a little bit of salads here and there. Is there any stuff you want to explore other like other areas or other stuff you want to try out? Yeah. I really want to get into seafood too. Oh yeah. Um, I'm a big
1: seafood guy. I've always enjoyed fishing. Um, okay. Kind of the, the freshwater lakes in Minnesota.
0: Go ice fishing. Yeah, I've
1: never <laughs> caught a thing ice fishing. I've gone like three times. I've caught a sunny maybe. Um, <laughs> but but definitely seafood is really where I'd like to expand. Um, I'm going to continue with different cuts of beef and kind of, you know, we'll learn, work on getting better with beef. Mm-hmm. Um, and seafood would be kind of my other option if I was to pick. Yeah. I really enjoy pork too. I mean, a good pork roast is just like, it's crazy, man. How about so, euros? Yeah. Yeah. um, I made a Euro breakfast sandwich, actually. Oh, really? That was so simple. I mean, it was just some Euro meat from the store. I mean, it was definitely just reheat this meat Mm -hmm. kind of thing. (laughs) Um, But I threw it into a breakfast sandwich, cracked some eggs on it, put some toast. I mean, it took three minutes, and I was extremely satisfied. Mm -hmm. So
0: Yeah, I do. I cut up some sausages and scrambled eggs. It's kind of like a little stir-fry eggs with... um, Um, green peppers in there too and cheese it's really good
1: yeah yeah i mean simple things that you can just have some fun with that are easy and you can just you know Mm -hmm. throw it in a pan let it sit it really doesn't take that long
0: yeah that's um another thing i wanted to talk about um going into let's see what do you think is the most important thing to remember when you're kind of going through those uh i don't know if i wanted like um artistic blocks or, you know, those like dry areas where you can't come up with anything or you're trying to, you know, I want to post something but I don't know what to post. I don't want to repeat myself. How do you kind of get over those areas or those like creativity stops?
1: It's funny you say that. So I've hit a couple of those actually. Cause yeah. i like, I don't know what I should do next. Like I don't mm-hmm. really want to go to the store. I just kind of want to be home. Right. And I was like, well, why should I go to the store? Let's stay in and let's do a cook what you got, not what you bought episode. And, <laughs> I'm not kidding you, man. I just open the fridge and start going. Um, (laughs) I've had some of the most fun times just doing cook what you got, not what you bought. Um, And that's really how I get around, you know, writer's block or artist block or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, It's great because you kind of force yourself to still perform and you force yourself to perform with the ingredients that you don't know you have Mm -hmm. because you haven't looked in that section of the cabinet for like the last three years because it's just been closed. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Like I've made, I made Buffalo chicken. Ghost pepper, hot ham and cheese. I mean, that was ridiculous. I it's just what I had, so I threw it in this bun, and I found this baguette, and I insane. did that. And then I was filming an unboxing for a knife I got in the mail, and I just all of a sudden broke into slicing this sausage, and then I sliced the sausage, and I'm like, that's cool. But what do I do with this sausage? So I threw the sausage and the onion that I just sliced into this pan, and I'm like, okay, great. Am I gonna eat sausage and onion? I'm like, no, it doesn't sound good at all. So then I opened up the cabinet and I found some red sauce, and I'm like, hey, I could make spaghetti. I threw the red sauce in, didn't really plan, looked in all my cabinets. I didn't have spaghetti. So I kind of looked in this back portion of my other cabinet. And I found spaghettios, like like actual <laughs> spaghettios. And yes. I'm sitting there and I'm filming and, and like it just hit me, Bro, you can make spaghettios tonight. And I was like, ah so I'm you know, I'm sitting there, I'm <laughs> hyping, like I can make spaghettios. Like, this was a childhood favorite, you know? Only it was like an adult creation of a childhood favorite, and yeah. it was a total blast. Mm-hmm. So, like, and that night, I didn't know what I was going to do. Like, mm-hmm. I just kind of picked something and was like, all right, I'm going to do an unboxing. But that kind of cascaded. Into this whole thing. <laughs> Into this whole, you know, cook what you got, not what you bought. Yeah. So, and I think that's really what I kind of challenge myself with whenever I'm not sure what it is I want to do on, a, on an episode or, mm-hmm. or a Friday night.
0: That's cool. And uh, talking about when, or what you mentioned before that made me think of someone else when you're talking about childhood favorite and then now it's like an adult thing, kind of going back, remembering that with our uh, snow cave that we built out in our backyard when we were, yeah, when we were little kids, you know, you always want to build this big igloo and crawl inside of it. I guess it's just like a Midwest thing maybe or Minnesota thing because, but you know you want to have this huge thing where you can stand up inside have your all friends in make like a little house but we know you were never able to do that something you, you was...
2: see in like tv or like cartoons or something yeah you exactly create that
0: so now that we're older and we actually have the capabilities we made a pile of snow that's probably as big as our backyard and it's as tall as our garage and it's like almost six feet tall you can stand up inside we got four chairs in there we have um, a table set up and some other random stuff and it's really cool just to see About to
1: cook in that kitchen portion later yeah
0: it's good. It's just that going like I got that memory, that feeling like it's so exciting because it's like brings back those nostalgic things or, you know, like stuff from childhood memories.
2: How long did it take to build that
0: uh, to get the pile of snow made? Well, here's the cool thing, too. We just built the pile of snow. And then as we were digging it out, we just used the snow from the inside and piled it on at the back. Mm-hmm. So we just kept, you know, reusing the snow we had just to make it bigger. And it worked really well. But over the week, it kind of melted a little bit. So then this morning, we had to re-dig it out and, you know, reshape everything just because we haven't touched it all week because we were all doing normal life things. But yeah, it should be a good time. So here's a, another question I was curious about. What's your favorite thing uh, when you're uh, doing cooking with Justin? And then what are your least favorite things about cooking with Justin?
1: My least favorite thing is the dishes, I'll be <laughs> honest. That yes, a pain. Like... I was curious. <laughs> We have so many dishes after every episode. Um, what I tell people is I'm trying to get, you know, hosted at my friends' places so that I don't have to do dishes.
2: <laughs> I saw that
0: when you, he texted me earlier today when he was coming over and he was just like, yeah, we, uh, we're we loud. And we bring the food, but we make a mess. We don't clean up after ourselves. I was
1: like, all right, man. We're I'm totally eat. okay to show up with some steaks, you know, but i'm not doing the dishes man <laughs> yeah so i think that the cleanup is kind of the hardest part because like you know you're in the zone you're having a blast you don't really think about how you're supposed to to film with like steak sauce on your hand or whatever it is yeah so you kind of have to dry your hands off and then you have to you know get ready do your whole shoot and then you sit down to eat and then you kind of look around you're like man why didn't I just reuse that like three times? Why did I keep grabbing three bowls instead of <laughs> the same one? You know? You're in the zone. You don't have time to think. Exactly. I was just free flowing. So um, <laughs> my favorite thing, I think, is just the, the fun side of it. It's just the joy that I think it brings me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the fun of like making a good meal that you could be proud of. It's the fun of sharing that meal with people who are close to you and people you value. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of that is kind of the best parts of it.
0: That's cool. When talking about shooting the videos and stuff, it brought up another question I have. How hard is it? You know, is it all one takes or do you do retakes of stuff? You know, how, how spontaneous is all of it or how staged is it?
1: Yeah, I would call 95% of it spontaneous. Pure my first take, I always try and stick with it. Mm -hmm. Every now and then I'll be doing something and I'll say something and then I'll kind of like half swap it Uh because I think of something funnier or something different in my head. Mm -hmm. So then I'm like, okay, let's cut that and redo it. Um, I really do try and stick to my first take because I think it's the most authentic. I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm not pre-planning half of the things I say. (laughs) I just get a little too excited and I actually mess up, but then I play it off just fine. Right. And that's part of my thing with those unboxings like uh, i posted one lately and i totally said the wrong thing and i kind of like forced myself my i reset my brain real quick um and you can kind of see me like say the wrong thing and then like you know reset and then say what i was trying to say mm-hmm. um and i i left that in there because i actually thought it was kind of funny and you know it's it's more me than something that's staged and i, I don't know. want my show to be staged yeah there
2: is humor in being human
1: yeah uh, yeah i mean we're all human we like all make that. mistakes yeah
2: yeah that
0: brought that brings a lot more relatability to everyone else too you know because they can see that like oh he's not just having this picture perfect stuff like a lot of instagram is not know, perfect you- i can tell you all that <laughs> Which is good. I don't think anyone should be perfect or want to be perfect because then you don't have anything to work on. (laughs) If you're perfect, what do you, you know, there's nothing else to do. You've won.
1: Yeah. I think a big part of happiness too is like seeing yourself progress in the things that you enjoy. Yeah. And like noticing like that you're hitting different milestones Mm. um, and that your your food, in my case, my food is tasting better. I'm learning how to do cast iron. I'm not burning everything. Yeah. (laughs) So it's just a good time
0: and I saw yeah you've been taking a lot more uh like watching you progress seeing your videos from beginning to where you are now like it's so cool to see how you started out and like the videos weren't as good as they are now and you could tell you're a lot more I guess comfortable maybe or you know you got you got into a rhythm you kind of know what you're doing you know what to say on the spot it's a little bit you know I feel like you're kind of really getting into your own personality with this whole thing which is cool to kind of watch you develop and grow
1: yeah, and I think I've kind of, you know, increased my level of confidence with what I'm cooking, too. Oh, yeah. Because now when I, it used to be like i throw a steak down, I'm like, okay, I'm sitting there frantically Googling how, <laughs> how long to keep it, you know, what should it look like, what should it smell like, is this going to taste okay, like I don't know when to flip it, um, and now I kind of have a better feel for it. So I think it's just confidence with repeatability, mm-hmm. um, and knowing that, you know, I have these, you know, three or four sponsors that are really looking out for me.
0: Right. So talking about the sponsor a little bit more, do you want to continue that and you know find more and continue to keep doing the sponsor videos?
1: Yeah. I'm really looking for, I guess, long-term partners um, oh, as sure. sponsors. I don't want to do just a one-off here and there for random companies. Um, I don't think that's, that's not my personality. I like to, you know, be a partner with somebody and, mm. you know, be affiliated with that brand.
0: Have that longevity.
1: Yep, exactly. And, and kind of in that like, I'm only going to represent brands that I actually believe in mm-hmm. and that I enjoy using. Like, um,
0: you see him wearing that Make Happiness sweatshirt? Yeah, I rock that Make <laughs>
1: Happiness sweatshirt as often as I can, my man. Um, just to try and, you know, get that other level of connectivity to, uh, to everybody out there.
0: Mm-hmm. That's really cool. So, uh, I know Eli, he's kind of never heard of cooking with Justin or anything before until, day, until today. Now, after hearing all his conversations, I'm curious what your thoughts are. Or, like, if you're going to go look up his
2: stuff or, like... I got it up on my computer right now. Really? Yeah. I've just been like looking at all these things. It totally <laughs> it's not it's not Instagram, but it's a yeah. you know, it's a thing that kinda of shows someone's Instagram page and I've just been like looking at all the posts and seeing all these things and I've I really never like cook. Ever. Mm-hmm. I mean I make like breakfast stuff, like I'll scramble eggs and like cook bacon or whatever. But I mean I I've never really go into the hey, try know, that bro- maple
1: sugar bacon though. Easy.
2: <laughs> just toss some brown sugar and maple syrup on
1: your bacon. It's Phenomenal. That's something
2: that I do do is I have maple syrup with my bake. It's yeah. delicious. Yeah. yeah. Throw some brown sugar in the mix. Nice. I'll give that a shot actually. There's some right on top of my fridge. Yeah. Um but yeah, I've never actually really got into like kind of like deeper cooking. That's Yeah. I've I've never tried it. My my brother does it and my mom does it and I don't know. I maybe I didn't get that gene or something like that. But okay. it's just a
0: lot of work. I'm lazy. I'm like Yeah, the maybe, maybe aren't that's the worst it. Part. Yeah, the dishes. Ooh. Cleaning up after the party. And so like a lot of my, you know, I make the same stuff every day. I probably should change up my diet more than, I was curious about that too. Have you gained weight since you've been just constantly
1: uh, eating food? You sound like my buddy Andre. Yeah. <laughs> he texts me. He's like, bro, are you hitting the gym? I'm like, yes, Andre. He's like, okay, good. Um, so I have a lifetime membership and I do try and go. Um, I've been bad about it since I launched Cooking with Justin because, <laughs> it, you know, I'm putting so much time and effort into that. Yeah. And when I get home from work, I'm like, all right, I'm going to put another three to four hours into my page. Mm-hmm. I'm going to check out what other people are doing on Instagram and kind of see, you know, where I should take things and maybe... Maybe what I should cook, find mm-hmm. some ideas. So I've definitely, and then pretty soon it's nine o'clock at night. I'm like, ah, I don't really want to go to the gym. Yeah. Um, but you know, starting March first, um, sorry, starting today, March second. Okay. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm gonna hit you know, 12 to 15 times at the gym each month just to make sure that I don't, you know, start gaining a bunch of weight from. Mm-hmm from just eating all this great stuff yeah it's easy to do man Mm -hmm. i've even like i've toyed with the idea of doing like a like a month of keto or a month of a different you know fitness trend type thing or like a different food idea yeah yeah um just to try and like experience i guess different flavors just to you know continue to grow you know as a you know home cook and all that
0: Mm -hmm. so that would be cool yeah yeah i notice um like it's a lot of work to you know doing those side things always coming up with creation stuff i know with my with make happiness i've recently because i've been trying to get done with school and i have an internship i'm like i'm going for and all these other things and with work it's like i haven't been able to spend as much time with make happiness as i would have as i would like to but you know the priorities right now are like let's get done with school let's focus on this and then make happiness will come later so it's 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 cool to hear that perspective like you know you're you, you're you spending three, four hours a day just doing research. It's like, that's insane.
1: It's, I'm scrolling through Instagram, checking out pictures. Like, I yeah. call that market research. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Still, man, like, yeah. that's a long time.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's – I mean, included in that is probably editing posts and, you know, seeing – all my content yeah all right how do i make something interesting out of out of all this instead of just throwing this you know mm-hmm. jumbled mess together i want to make something that's fluid yeah it kind of brings you through the steps so
0: do you like upload your videos and then edit stuff on a program too
1: yeah yeah i use splice um editing it's all on my phone so oh, it's nice. just a completely it's all on the phone all my everything saves to photos and then from photos i can import into splice mm-hmm. and splice is great you can cut you can crop you can You know speed up or slow down different videos it's all free too nice Um, so and you can export directly to instagram i always save it directly to my phone and then i upload from phone to instagram Mm. just because i i don't know i've never done it the other way
0: (laughs) oh that's fair maybe it's just like you're having that peace of mind because maybe it might not get uploaded correctly or whatever
1: yeah that happens too so i've started um like copying basically everything i type out because i've uploaded posts and then all of the words that you type into it all the tags all your comments Mm. They all disappear. Yeah, so that's when you have too many
0: hashtags.
1: That does happen. Yeah. I get carried away, man. I same just start here. tagging things. I'm I having for- a blast.
0: I forgot the limit. I think it's it's like 30 or something. I don't know what the what the number is, but I know you can only have a certain amount of hashtags. Otherwise, it'll erase everything.
1: Yep, so I've been copying it just in case that happens. Yeah, same
2: here. <laughs> I do the same thing. There it's are good. several hashtags on some of these posts.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I, the way I see it, you should tag everything you possibly can. You should hit the max because you want to get your content to as many areas as you can. Oh, to yeah. Try and reach the widest It makes breadth. sense, yeah. Yeah.
0: And stuff that's relatable. You know, all the exactly. hashtags are in that same, you know, idea of what you're about. You know, I suppose you're you always probably hashtag steak. You're cooking with Justin, like you have yeah. your person, or like the hashtags that you use all the time.
1: Yep, yeah, I tag cooking with Justin every time, and if I have a sponsor in the in the video that I'm cooking or the meal I just made, mm-hmm. um, then I like to tag that sponsor too to you know make sure I'm continuously putting the plug out for them and yeah. you know, letting everybody know like hey, this is some good stuff.
0: So how about the uh, the hashtag cooking without Justin?
1: Ah, I'm okay with that actually. I think it's funny. Um, I my buddies they made that one and they just they threw some chicken wings on this grill and it was a New Year's party and you know I was a couple miles away and I got this snap. I'm like, get after it, guys. I mean, <laughs> they are accomplishing exactly what I'm setting out to do, which is have fun while you cook. Mm-hmm. So whether it's cooking with Justin, cooking without, like you're still cooking and you're still having a blast. So I'm happy about it.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Because so I know Alex did a little one too. Um, I don't know what he made, but it was funny because he was having a lot of fun with it, like taking the videos and sending it, putting it on the story, tagging you in it.
1: Yeah, it's, you know, that's what it's all about again, like just having a good time in the kitchen and like making food and enjoying it. It's mm-hmm. not supposed to be this chore that like you get home, you're like, man, I gotta make the food. It's like, yeah, I'm home. I'm got, I don't even know what I have in my fridge, but let's open it up and let's throw it down. Yeah. Um, kind of see what you can make.
0: I was, I was wanted to ask about this too. Your voice just did it a little bit. You get into those little, like, I don't even know what you want to call them, like playoff voices or, you know, like accents. Is there a reasoning behind it or like, is it just where your mind goes? It's where your voice I goes. I think
1: it's just getting too hyped up as I start burst rolling, honestly. Yeah. A burst of excitement, I would call it that. <laughs> um, I just, sometimes I'm just, I start talking and then I like, I don't know, I just kind of hit this free flow mm-hmm. and the mic captures it and I'm like, all right. I'm going to post that. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. No,
0: I think that helps a lot though. Having those little, like we're doing a drop or like, you know, those little things that you do, it's just that part differentiates and it's also like, cool. It's fun. It's interesting. And it's different. Like that's a really cool thing. I think that helps you separate yourself from any other cooking show on Instagram. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. Cause I, like I don't have a, Professional culinary background or anything. I took two courses in high school. Like, yeah, um, I'm just out here having a good time, and it, again, you know, it's about having fun. It's about making happiness. It's about finding that thing that you enjoy.
0: Mm-hmm. Which is awesome. I was curious if you're if there was any topics or anything else you want to touch on the podcast. Any other things that we missed?
1: I guess I'd like to just point out that you know it's a family friendly show, and kind of I think that's important um, mm. to you know be applicable to all ages. Um, children, you know, young adults and older generations. Um, and that kind of was cemented on a phone call yesterday with California Blending, who is a spice manufacturer, and mm. he was telling me about how he kind of picked me to reach out to and, like, asked me to help promote his company and his brand. Yeah. And the whole reasoning behind it was that the other, I guess, contender, if you will, um, he posted something that was distasteful. And, you know, the owner of this company didn't appreciate it because he has daughters and sons and he didn't want them to see content like that Mm. coming out of anything that's associated with his company. Sure. Um, So then he kind of is like, all right, I'm going to call Justin up because, I mean, this guy's having fun. He's friendly. Um, He's cooking things that are just kind of interesting. Yeah.
0: Anyone can watch it. Yeah. Yeah. And then
1: I'd also like to just shout out Ren and Boss Beef. Um, these guys are fantastic. They are local ranchers in Texas. Um, he runs two different breeds of cows on his ranch, VR Cattle Company. And he's also working with um, different ranches in Colorado and other areas of Texas. Wow. And the whole goal of Ren and Boss is to really uh, bring specific cuts and specific fed beef to people's doors and to bring some light around the whole fact that there's 800-plus, like, Breeds of cows and steers and animals in the.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, let me start that over. There's 800 <laughs> different kinds of beef out there, and everybody calls it all one word, which is beef. Mm-hmm. People just think it's cows. People just think beef and steak. But really, you know, you could have a grass-fed Angus Wagyu American-grown steer from this region of Texas, and it could taste completely different than something that's grown in Colorado and something that's raised in Colorado. Right. Um, it's the elevations, it's the areas that the animals are from, it's what they're fed. um, It's like another level of detail. Have you
0: noticed that when, uh, like, did he send you different areas or different regions of stuff, or did it taste different from what you've had previously?
1: Yeah, so my first box, I've only done one box so far, my first box was all Angus from Texas, and Mm. it tastes better than, like, those, I'm going to call like it the Kung vending Fu machine, Jean, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like hitting the grocery store and just picking up a steak <laughs> a vending machine, a vending machine <laughs> of meat, man. So I'm all about the rent and boss. I'm, you know, I've joined the movement. I've definitely bought in on that. It's fun. I mean, you know, it's, it's something, it's another level of connection to know where your beef comes from mm-hmm. and the people who create it and get the opportunity to talk to that ranch or that person or that, you know, I guess it's another level of connection, and that's again where that certificate of authenticity kind of it rings back in. Mm-hmm. Um, you're connected to the ranch that your animal comes from. You yeah. kind of have a greater respect for it too. Um, it's not just something that's I guess been disrespected and stuck yeah, on and out the shelf big somewhere.
0: Mass, you know, I don't even know what you like slaughter farms. Those huge industrial stuff. It's like it's cool that it's way more, you know, like you're saying, connected and you're involved in it. Yeah, I really right. respect that. And I was curious too, like, I'm kind of interested now you're talking about it. It makes me want to go try it. Where can I find it?
1: Yeah, so Run and Boss, um, they have a link on their page on Instagram. Okay. Um, I also link to them as my top brand and top contributor mm-hmm. on my profile. So that's awesome. Either way, follow Are... them, check them out. <laughs>
0: When you um when you mentioned that too about the cows and stuff, I was this question popped in my head. Kind of a weird one, but could you see yourself owning a couple of chickens at your place and like, you know, having some
1: home eggs and like, I I don't know if I would go as far as to own a chicken coop or anything <laughs> like that. But I mean, you know, side gardens for rosemary and thyme and like sage and like mm. real herbs. I would totally get into like an herb garden. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that'd be a blast.
0: No Just vegetables. To, you
1: know, Uh, maybe some veggies actually because i keep going to the store and you know buying real veggies a little more expensive than the microwave ones you can just throw (laughs) in so
0: yeah i saw that you brought some real ones over today Yeah, i
1: know it's a big cook though uh (laughs) this is the make happiness special
0: there you go cool man well yeah we got to get cooking pretty soon yeah um do you have any last final thoughts eli or anything you want to shout out to the people listening um
2: i don't not not specifically I think I just had like one question about the sponsorship thing was like, what, how did you start doing that, like reaching out for sponsorships and stuff like that and working with these companies?
1: Yeah. So I went through my, one of my market research kicks where I just kind of laid on the couch and started scrolling through Instagram. I'm like, Hey, there's people promoting things on here. And I never really thought about doing that.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Um, I started, you know, just direct messaging or sending emails or calling if I could, um, different companies and be like, Hey guys, I'm interested in, you know, representing your brand. Here's what I do. I want to hear a little bit about you guys. Let's talk. Um, Kitchen Caddy was actually the first one who's like, Yeah, dude, I've been there. I cooked frozen pizzas and ramen noodles too in college. <laughs> like, check it out. Have some fun um and those guys were the first ones to i guess take the chance with me which was Mm -hmm. which was great because you know i was able to say hey i'm representing something that's a little bit bigger than myself yeah but at the same time i'm growing my channel in a way that i want to Mm -hmm. and that's how unboxings came about and you know steak slicing videos and stuff like that like i didn't think i'd be doing unboxings you know yeah so but it's it's been a blast
2: cool
0: was it, how excited were you when you got that first kitchen caddy box in the Man, door? I called
1: everybody. <laughs> I called people. I'm like, guys, I just got this box. And I called my buddy Joe and he's like, dude, unbox it. I'm like, what? He goes, you know what it is? Do one. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'll give this a shot. And uh, I sent it to him afterwards and he's just like, you are ridiculous, bro. Good <laughs> job. Just keep it off, whatever. Um, so that's it's, cool. It's been a blast.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you. I appreciate you coming on. It's been a blast. Um, I want to thank everyone else for watching as well, because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you guys. Um, I don't know. I think that's all I got. So, yeah, right on. Thanks, Keep...
1: for, thanks for hosting me, guys. I really do appreciate Ian and Eli.
0: Yeah, well, of course. I mean, I we, it was a perfect fit. When we were talking like earlier this week... Um, uh danny was talking about like oh you should get Justin on the podcast and i was like that would be sick and then we could do a cooking with justin with make happiness like yeah. just both ways i wore the sweatshirt yeah um yeah keep keep doing what you're doing i'm excited to see where you're going and should be fun yeah right on we'll take care everyone always remember to make some happiness and keep cooking make some steaks do something good for yourself check out the channel <laughs>